Good afternoon. Hope that you are having a blessed week as we get ready to go into a brand new year. Can you believe it? 2021 is at our door and we're just a few days, a few hours even, away from it being a new year. So hope that you're enjoying this week. Some people have off, some people are working. Um, I'll let uh, people continue to join the broadcast. We want to thank you for tuning in. And uh, no matter what platform you're listening on, I would ask that you'd please like and share. If it's on YouTube, subscribe, even though we don't use YouTube that much these days. By the way, we are on Rumble now. We have a channel on Rumble called The Remnant uh, for The Todd Coconado Show. And uh, tomorrow we have some pretty cool guests on The Patriot and Preacher as well. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I'm going to answer some questions now, a lot of people have been complaining that I don't look directly at the camera. So I want to just explain that. Sometimes it's because I'm trying to read the comments and I want to answer some questions. So if I see a comment that I can answer the question for, that's why I'm looking down. So I apologize ahead of time. I know we're not dealing with like, um, you know, the, the best uh, broadcasting um, environment here, like, like a regular news channel. But you're also not going to hear this type of news on a mainstream news source because 90% of them are owned by six corporations. And that's why we have these citizen journalists and the alternative media and patriots that are out there that are getting information out. And so unfortunately we don't have the ability. Sometimes we do have some pretty cool things that we've been doing lately, but still don't have all the techniques of the mainstream corporate media, nor do we have even close to not even a, a microchasm of the budget that they have. So I apologize ahead of time, but uh, let me look at some of your questions as they're coming in. Um, somebody was asking me earlier today, they said they heard a rumor that President Trump's marriage is on the rocks. And so I wanted to just answer that question from what I've heard. That's not true. Um, I have heard, you know, obviously certain things uh, upset uh, our first lady when she sees the mainstream media smearing her president and her, you know, her, her husband and her for years. And she gets really upset, especially if they bring her son involved as well, of course. And they've done that over the years uh, with Barron. But uh, regardless, uh, as far as I know, uh, there's no talk of marital problems. So uh, the, the deep state did try to target, if you recall, in the earlier years of the presidency with President Trump, they tried to have that whole Stormy Daniels thing. Remember that? So they were trying to cause disruption in his home. And honestly, that was demonic. It was a demonic attack against this man that already has so much on his shoulders to then have to deal with that. Anybody that's in public, um, you know, any type of public office, whether you're, you know, public person, public speaker, you know, a CEO of a company or the president of the United States, you know that if somebody tries to cause division in your own home, that can be some of the worst warfare to deal with. But um, as far as I know, the president is doing well. And so praise God for that with his marriage. And so I think that's just a rumor. Uh, a lot of people are asking me every day, uh, can the president win? Will he win? And, um, you know, I know that when you watch most mainstream news uh, sources, whether it's Fox News, which many of us have come to understand are part of the controlled opposition, but even if uh, some of these other conservative commentators are pretty um, negative when it comes to the president's chances. And uh, I even know some people that are in Congress and, and in political office that are pretty negative. In fact, many of you know, I was just in the presence of some of those people uh, only a week ago, and I'll be again this week. And so there are people within the Republican Party 
that don't understand constitutional law, that don't understand that the president still has options on the table, that there's a clear path for him to remain president of the United States. And uh, so I'm still optimistic. Now, the, the, the biggest reason why I'm optimistic, I'm sorry, guys, my phone is literally blowing up as I'm trying to do this broadcast. So I keep having to stop it. But um, one, of the, one of the reasons why I'm optimistic is because of the prayers of the saints and the fasting and uh, unprecedented amount of Christians that are praying and fasting. And I've never seen anything like it in over 20 years of ministry. I've never seen so many people praying coming across denominational lines and boundaries, praise God. And uh, it's something that I have not seen in, in all the years. In fact, we've always had a heart for unity. Uh, now you can't uh, have unity just for the sake of unity. You have to align with people that are of the same mindset, of course, and that you know are ultimately Christians. But, uh, but it's nice to see that there is unity that's happening in the body of Christ. And uh, that is uh, where people are fasting and praying and uniting and uh, crossing denominational lines. Uh, we've also seen a separating of the wheat from the chaff. I explained that a lot in recent broadcasts. I think that's continuing. You're seeing people bailing out. You're seeing a lot of people where they don't have faith, um, you know, and they're just saying, we're, we're done. We have no chance. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's a, a, I think we need to pray this through. I've said that from the beginning. Um, in my heart, I continue to pray. I've had people smear me. I've had left-wing outlets pick up these broadcasts and take snippets of it and, you know, say all kinds of mocking things about me. And it's gone viral in their little circles. And, you know, this pastor says that the Trump could overturn the election, all this crazy stuff. But you know what? I'm just, I'm not even listening to that. I'm keeping my eyes focused on Jesus. I'm keeping my prayers focused on what the Lord is saying. And uh, I'm not letting any of those other things get in the way of what I feel I'm led to do as a minister of the gospel, but even more important as a Christian and as a patriot. And so we're going to continue to pray through until the very end. And that's what we do. Um, so, you know, people are saying to me, okay, so what's the deal with Mike Pence? There's a lot of different information out there about Mike Pence. Here's what I would say about Mike Pence. As I mentioned the other day, and I think a lot of people kind of took it out of context, and that's why I wanted to refrain, because I have my own personal opinion, and that's probably based on the fact that I know some people that know Mike Pence personally. So they have said things to me, and I think it's crafted my own um, opinion on the vice president. But rather than have my own opinion, what I would say, and I always say this, is time is the best truth teller. Time is the best truth teller. So what we should be doing is praying for Mike Pence right now, and praying that he makes a good decision on the 6th of January because he does have a constitutional path that he could uh, single-handedly um, actually change the outcome of this election. Now, I don't know that that's going to be what happens. I know a lot of people are saying the Pence card and there's some people are saying this is the only way that the president could win at this point. I don't believe that. I believe there's several ways that the president could still win. And I know this president, he is a winner. He is not a loser. It's funny how so many people count him out, you know, so many times. And yet, if you look historically, how many times has the guy won, right? He's always winning. So it's funny how, you know, people are always constantly counting this president out and thinking that they underestimate him or they think we finally got him. We finally. But how many times historically has the president been uh, an overcomer? And especially from a spiritual standpoint, let's think about this. If God has anointed this man, who, by the way, stands with Israel, very, very strong, stands with Israel and uh, stands for life 
and has been willing to have the counsel of, of the wise around him, people that are people that I know that are praying over him, laying hands on him, giving him biblical counsel. These are strong people of God. So he's surrounded himself with wise counsel. He's standing for life. He's standing with Israel. And on top of that, there is probably millions of people around the world praying and interceding and contending for this election. So if you think about all those things and you factor them in, there's one of two possibilities. Now, either the Lord's going to say, well, you know, you ran out of time and judgment is now upon the United States. That's a possibility. And if that were the case, then we would know the hour is probably later than what we think. And if that is the case, then, you know, we will adapt and uh, continue to move forward as the church accordingly. And we would have to address certain things that would be a very stark reality if that is where we are on the timeline. But I still believe because, and this is what I personally believe, and as I've been praying, is, is that the American church is really not prepared for the upcoming persecution. I believe the American church is not ready for the type of persecution that would come under a Biden or Harris administration. And so I, I believe in God's grace and his mercy because there is a righteous remnant here in the United States that's praying and on our faces and fasting and, 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 and pleading of the Lord, I believe the Lord in his infinite grace and mercy is going to give us an extension of the reprieve. I'm not saying it's going to be uh, without bumps and without a lot of chaos and without a lot of civil uh, unrest. I mean, I think all those things are probable and likely. But what I think is just in God's grace and mercy, I feel like He's going to ultimately give us an extension of this reprieve so that we as the church can get it right in this season because there are people, the Lord has so much love. I mean, all you got to do is read John three sixteen. so much love for the lost and the broken and the hurting. And so I believe that the church is meant to be uh, the hospital, the real hospital. The church is meant to be uh, who's laying hands on the sick and getting them healed in the name of Jesus. The church is meant to be the head and not the tail. And so if we step into our rightful authority of who we are in our identity in Christ in this season, I believe the Lord will bless it. And we could even see a, a powerful outpouring of his Holy Spirit where many, many people that are currently not saved will get saved and set free and healed and delivered if the church and I, and, and it may just be the righteous remnant. It may just be the remnant body of Christ that ultimately leads this country in that direction. It might not be what we would consider the mainstream church or many people that are in the apostate church. So it would be mainly the righteous remnant, which are those that are willing to stand for the entirety of the Bible, that are willing to, uh, you know, operate in the gifts of the spirit, move and, you know, listen to, to the Holy Spirit for guidance and wisdom and discernment, uh, live out holiness and purity and righteousness and, and really be set apart. And, and be the church, you know, be the church. And so, and remember, the church does have hands and, I mean, you know, we're the body of Christ. So there's hands and there's arms and there's legs and there's feet. So different people have different callings, but we're all operating in unity as the, as the true body of Christ, the ecclesia, uh, you know, and operating in that authority. And that, that church, the real church, the body of Christ, that's operating in the authority of the Holy Spirit, we have the authority to cast out demons. We have authority to change the situation through prayer. And that's why the enemy doesn't want us believing in faith. He doesn't want us believing in prayer. He wants us to feel defeated and deflated and feel like we've lost. And so every single day, there's just a barrage 
of bad news that comes upon us and some of it hooks into our spirit and it hooks into our heart. We put our heads down and unfortunately there's pastors and preachers and Christians and all different types of people that are feeling this way. So we have to just cast that down and say, no, in the name of Jesus, we're victorious. We're going to move forward. We're going to speak life. And maybe the situation that we thought was going to work out didn't work out, but could it be that God has another plan? Could it be that God has another way or another route? And then you, you know, you think back to the children of, of Israel that were escaping the Pharaoh and it seemed like they had no route. There was nowhere to go. They were up against the Red Sea. And then what happened? The Red Sea parted and it also wiped out their enemies. So we have to believe, um, you know, that, that God is able, he's willing, and that uh, he is going to do something powerful. And why even pray if we don't believe that God hears our prayers? I say that every time. So uh, many people are commenting right now. What I want to do is open it up for some questions. Um, some people uh, have some questions, and I would love to answer any questions that you may have. And while I'm saying that and you're putting any questions up, I will tell you that we are being censored, as you know. Uh, so please share the video, and you can always go to toddcoconado.com. Um, also, anybody that wants to help us in our efforts, you can go to toddcoconado.com slash give, and that's extremely helpful. I will be in several places in the next week or so standing for the Senate elections in Georgia and also for uh, what's going on in Washington. So anything um, you know that anybody can do to help would be a blessing. So people want to know, okay, about the $2,000 check. So from my understanding, and this has been uh, an ongoing uh, debate today in the House and the Senate, is the president pushed back and he said that, you know, he felt the $600 stimulus check was not enough. And so, you know, he wanted at least the American people to get some more money because it's so ridiculous how much pork is in this bill. First of all, this bill, if you think about this bill, how, who crafted this bill that it has like 5,000 pages and will they ever really read it? Of course not. I mean, so, you know, they have these things pre-made, pre-ready to go. In, and it's full of pork and it has all this different stuff that they promised to other countries. And, you know, it's, it's really disgusting. And it's trillions of dollars of taxpayer money. And part of this is to fund agendas that you and I would never, ever agree with if the American people or even our elected officials knew really what was in the entirety of the bill. Uh, they probably wouldn't even vote for it. But what they do is they put these big pork bills in there. And then they say, you got to pass it. You got to pass it because the American people need money. Well, yes, the American people do need money. Of course. I mean, small businesses are under attack. They're being shut down, especially in blue states and blue cities, small business owners, uh, you know, churches, uh, all different types of services and people in the service industry. They're not able to work. And so they're not receiving their, their normal pay, but yet they're still getting their bills. So yeah, they're in need of help. So the president wanted to increase it to 2000, which at least would help a little bit more for each individual. And then I don't know, you know, how it would end up in the end. It could be that you would get 600 for the dependent, but you would at least get two, 2,000 for each adult. Well, that it looks like is going to be, uh, you know, not approved by the Senate because what we found is, is there's a lot of these GOP senators and I, I I've always voted Democrat. I mean, excuse me, voted Republican. I've never, excuse me, never voted Democrat in my entire life. Never one time have I ever voted Democrat for anything ever. I've been a staunch Republican my entire life, but I will tell you, I'm disappointed in the Republican Party. I made a video about it yesterday where I feel like the Republican Party better get behind President Trump at all levels, whether it's state legislators or, you know, state people or uh, congressmen or senators. Everybody needs to get behind Donald Trump. And I feel if the Republican Party does not get behind Donald Trump, it's going to be the end of the Republican Party as we know it, because there's going to be millions 
millions of people that are disenfranchised. They're going to walk away from the party and they're going to say, you know what? We voted. We went out there. We rallied. We stood with the president and you didn't have the guts. You didn't have the backbone to stand with the president. And you allowed our nation to get taken over by communists, literal communists that were taken over our country that are, that are literally compromised by China. So the Republican Party better get in order right now, get behind the president. If they don't, they're going to see uh, probably another party form, to be honest with you. I really think people are done. I really think people are done with these rhinos, uh, these guys like Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell. He's, you know, he just continues to show himself as a swamp creature. I hope I'm wrong. Um, and I think that's why people are questioning Pence. They're hoping that Pence is a patriot. They're hoping that Pence is loyal. They're hoping, hoping that Pence will save our republic. And there's people out there saying, yes, there is a path through the Constitution where Pence could literally do this. But now the question is, is he going to do it? And, you know, I think because we've seen so many people become treasonous and backstab Trump, even in the Republican Party, like Mitch McConnell, like Mitt Romney, you know, others in the past, like the McCains and all those people, you know, now people are saying, well, I don't know if I can trust Pence. Can we trust Pence? So the jury's out. Let's see what Pence does. I'm hoping that he stands up for our republic. I mean, I'm hoping that the Pence card is the way that we can go here and we'll see him be a patriot. I personally think that he would end up being the next president of the United States after President Trump if he does stand with the president. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are concerned that Pence is not going to stand with the president. So we're going to have to see what he does. Uh, but he, he really has uh, the authority to, to, to do a lot. And he could really uh, change the entire uh, election where we know. And by the way, there was uh, people testifying in Georgia today. I put up the, uh, the video on my YouTube channel. You can check it out. It's also on my Facebook page. Um, but the thing is, is that there's, there's forensic audits that have gone on. We found out that this, these machines, these Dominion machines were connected to the internet. That's against election law. They can't be connected to the internet, but they were. And uh, this one gentleman actually proved it. He went inside, he's got the packets, he's showing them as, a, as an expert witness testimony in Georgia. So, you know, there's, there's so many things in the last 24 hours that have come out that have shown the irregularities, that have shown more people voted apparently than even were registered. It's impossible. Uh, you know, in the tune of hundreds of thousands that would change the outcome in Pennsylvania, that would change the outcome in Michigan, that would change the outcome in Wisconsin, and that would change the outcome in Georgia, and I think in Arizona as well. So it's, it's, it's total corruption. Anybody that's out there that's saying that we don't have the proof, or we don't have the evidence, it's just a bunch of garbage. It's a bunch of nonsense. But unfortunately, the people that are in the swamp are doing everything they can to slow walk this. They're doing everything they can to block it. Did you hear about uh, Stacey Abrams' sister that was the judge in Georgia? What's up with that? So now we got sisters that are judges that are, you know, uh, ruling on, on election cases. I mean, come on, this is, this is ridiculous. So let me see if I can take uh, a couple more questions, if anybody has any other questions on there. So, so the, to the answer about the $2,000, it looks like that might not happen. But uh, we'll have to see. The president was trying to uh, also in there um, stop the section. I think it's 230 where these uh, social media companies are acting as arbit you know, uh, basically uh, editors where they can tell you what content you can put out and what you can't. And, you know, being basically like Orwellian and the, and the Ministry of Truth. And this would have repealed that and would have made them where they would have had to uh, function in a different way where they couldn't block and censor conservatives. And uh, it doesn't look like the, the Senate cares. 
These are Republicans, by the way. It doesn't look like they have the uh, the backbone to to stand with the president. So we'll have to see. But in my opinion, I don't think they're going to do it. And it's pretty sad. They'll probably take that out. I would love for them to keep that Section 230 in there. I'd love for them to uh, give Americans, you know, the relief in the 2000. I mean, gosh, we're giving it to Pakistan. I mean, in the tune of what? Millions or billions of dollars. We're giving money all around the world in this ridiculous pork 5,000 page bill. Who knows who writes, who wrote this thing? It looks like it's funding the great reset, if you ask me. And, uh, and this is the, this is the nonsense that our Congress comes up with. It's really sad, but, uh, it's the truth. So we'll have to see what happens with that. Um, let's see what, if anybody else has any other questions on here. Uh, OAN, yes, they're doing good reporting. I agree. I think, uh, the, there's some, you know, patriots on OAN. Thank God, uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Posobiec is great. There's a bunch of guys on there that are good. Uh, and also Newsmax tends to be better than Fox these days, right? Um, so somebody said Pence has demonstrated himself to be a godly man. I'm hoping that's the case. Trust me, I would love that. Uh, people are saying we know Trump won by a landslide. That's true. Um, so yeah, Pence, uh, he was scheduled to go to Israel and apparently he canceled that trip. So that that is some good news. That means that maybe something happened there. Maybe he decided to stand with the president. I mean, look, you know, if I was Pence, I mean, yeah, he might get heckled and, and he might have some people target him for a while, but think about a patriot. He'd be a hero in American history. And he'd also be a hero to the 80 million people because there's about 80 million people that have voted for President Donald Trump. So he would be a hero. And uh, I think he'd be a guaranteed to, the, to be the next president. So it's really foolish if he doesn't stand with the president, but you know, people keep surprising us. Look at McConnell, what's wrong with that guy, right? So, you know, we're hoping for the best, but we're preparing for the worst. And if he does uh, end up not supporting the president, the president still has other paths. And uh, I don't want you to feel defeated. We have all the way up until the 20th, and uh, that's when the inauguration happens. So until then, there's still some other tools that the president has in his toolbox that most Americans probably aren't talking about, but that are possible. So if we go past the six and it, it's just the worst day ever and we're totally let down, that doesn't mean the president is counted out yet. We'll have to see how that goes, but you never know. I mean, we just don't know. Uh, somebody said, have you heard about some states going into state emergency recently? Um, let me see here, states are not related like Arizona. State of emergency, well, yes. Um, I mean, I think that all states are, preparing for some possibilities. I know I have some friends that are active duty and uh, they've been called for some domestic deployment. That could just be precautionary, um, especially when it gets around the sixth. You know, I, don't, I wouldn't panic about that, but let's just face it and let's be honest. I think everybody is definitely, um, you know, anxious in America. I think we all know that regardless of the outcome on the sixth, that there could be uh, civil unrest. Uh, we know that they're just sitting back, all these planners and provocateurs, and, you know, they're sitting back just waiting on what they can do. Um, I will tell you, I've been on the road, you know, we're on the road. So, you know, uh, we're, we're being cautious about, you know, people not knowing where we are because, gosh, you know, people try to find, like, my family members, people that are, like, you know, related to me, and they see the same last name, and they think it's, like, my house. It's ridiculous what people do. So, uh, you know, there's, we're in a crazy time right now, and I think people need to be prayed up. And uh, I think people need to have the full armor of God and be prepared and talk to your neighbors and, you know, wherever you live, just think about, you know, possibility of civil unrest and an action plan. Uh, so some people are saying uh, corruption at its finest. Yes, yeah, somebody said, are they going to remove Trump from Twitter? So um, here's an interesting fact about that with the Trump from Twitter thing. Um, you know, 
People are saying that's a marker. So if they remove Trump from Twitter, that's actually probably a good sign. Um, president has other ways of communication. In fact, that was part of the Nashville event was, uh, you know, targeting that. But there's other ways that the president can communicate to the American people. So uh, they have precautionary me measures in place already. Um, the president knows that, you know, obviously they could try to ban him from Twitter, but there's other ways that he can communicate with the Patriots. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. But if you see that, that's probably because he said something like the storm is here or something that's a marker that would let people know that we are there. We are at that moment. And, um, it, you know, he's calling Patriots to come down to D.C. on the 6th to show the strength of the American Patriots and how many people do stand with him. And, you know, you saw the rallies, you saw the, you know, the boat parades, you saw the car caravans. So we all know there's far more patriots than they want you to believe, especially if you listen to mainstream media that want you to just feel defeated and like we've lost. No, that's not the case at all. Obviously, there's millions of us. Come on. And, and most people are mad. And um, by the way, the patriots tend to be the people in law enforcement and ex-military and all that as well. So, uh, you know, <laughs> they better be careful. That's all I can say. Um, but they could they could try to remove the president from uh so somebody said it's disgusting where the money's going. It is disgusting. I mean, this has been going on for years, guys, where they've been sending this money overseas and doing these corrupt acts and funding. I mean, Obama, what did he do? He, he, what did he put money on the tarmac in Iran? And, you know, right before he left office, you can look at this. He sent money over to the Palestinians. And, and you know, so he's been funding. It just came out today. A, a major mainstream story, something that we've been reporting on for years. They called me a conspiracy theorist. Probably three or four years ago, I reported on this. Obama actively funding ISIS. Well, now it's mainstream news. It's being reported. I think OAN just reported on it tonight, but it was another mainstream article that I shared today. It went viral. So people are now seeing, you know, and so that's the truth. Uh, somebody said, should we exercise our Second Amendment rights when we come to D.C.? Um, I don't think we're at that point yet. Uh, I, you know, I think that what we need to do is we need to do that. You know, if you think about Martin Luther King, you know, he was able to be a righteous man and yet still be able to be effective in history. And does that mean that we're weak or that we're cowards or that we're foolish? No, it doesn't mean that. And you guys know what I mean by that is we protect our, listen, Christians are not weak. And anybody that thinks we should be weak, you're wrong. Jesus himself turned over the tables in the temple. There's a time when we need to protect ourselves. And you guys know what I'm talking about. But uh, I think that they want us to, to be the ones that, you know, in, insinuate the violence so they could point at us and they could accuse us. And they're going to already be probably having uh, agent provocateurs. So be at the ready. Watch your six. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, you know, be at the ready. But at the same time, we have to be careful not to be because uh, they are looking to accuse us. They're looking to accuse. You know, they're already trying to say anybody that follows Q, you know, look, at they took everybody off of uh, social media that even talked about Q. And, you know, I don't mention Q very often. You can think what you want about Q. But what I do know about Q is, is that they want everybody that follows Q to be off in silence. And that's pretty sad. I don't think anybody should be silenced. I don't think anybody should be silenced. I, I preach about, you know, inquiring of the Holy Spirit, you know, being sensitive. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. So, you know, inquiring of the Holy Spirit, asking God for discernment and wisdom, you know, praying and fasting over different things, seeking wise counsel, be prayerful. And then, you know, and the Lord will let you know if it's of him or not, you know, but 
Um, I'm very much against the censorship of conservatives and Christians. I think it's wrong. Um, somebody says, truly listening to Pence in the debates, his past speeches, I would be shocked to see him even give a thought of backing Biden. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, again, here's the thing. It's not about necessarily that he would back Biden. I think the deal is, is, is that somebody, Trump has like, he's, they call him Teflon Don. I mean, look what this guy's done. He stood up to the deep state, the cabal. <laughs> he stood up to the Fed. I mean, things that most people don't even know are going on in our world. The military industrial complex, you know, um, the, the, the agent provocateurs and all their networks and uh, shell organizations. And um, there's so many things that most people just do not have the time to research or understand that President Trump gets and is actively working to dismantle and defund, including within our own intelligence agencies, you know, where he's been, you know, rooting out the corruption. So it's not that Pence is like a stooge necessarily if he if he doesn't stand up, but he's just, he could be afraid. He could not want to be the one that does it. You know, he may not, you know, he may not want to, you know, he's, he's getting pressured from the rhinos and all the swamp creatures. And so, you know, he has to be like Teflon Don. You know, he's got to be willing. He's got to be a history maker. He's got to be like David in the Bible. David in the Bible only had one stone. It was the one that hit Goliath, you know, boom. And, and, and that was what he used. And it knocked down the Goliath. And that's what Pence has the opportunity to be that guy. But is he going to do it? We don't know. I mean, think about it like this. How many pastors do you know in America today are speaking like I'm speaking right now? Are they good people? Yeah. Are they saved? Yeah. Are they, are they probably equipping and mentoring a bunch of people and doing some good stuff? Yeah. But would they do a broadcast like this? Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest right now, right? Would they do a broadcast like this? So you have to think about that. I'm not trying to give myself any accolades or, you know, put myself on a pedestal. That's not at all what I'm doing. I'm just saying how many pastors do you know that are truly being real about what's going on in the situation? Would that Think about it the same way in the government. How many people do you know that are truly willing to stand like Donald Trump? How many? I mean, Holly, he was out there today. Thank God. I got to give uh, props where props do. Ted Cruz is a fighter. You know, um, I see some other guys out there. Louis Gohmert, he's out there fighting, standing. You know, uh, Matt Getz, he's out there standing, fighting. Good for him. You know, Rand Paul historically has been, been pretty strong. Um, uh, let's see who else. I don't want to forget people. There's a lot, you know, Marsha Blackburn. There's a lot of patriots out there. You know, um, you know, Devin Nunez. I mean, there's a lot. But the thing is, is that how many are like Teflon Don? You got to think about that. So are they going to stand? He's going to have this one moment. Is he going to do it or not? We don't know. So we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, let's see what else you hear here. Uh, don't believe everything that you hear. Gaslighting. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of gaslighting going on. I think Trump and Pence are holding their cards together. Let's hope so. We all hope so. Uh, lots of people in Georgia are watching till the 5th to vote so they don't have much time to try and cheat again. Well, that's good. Um, a lot of the things that were going on um, in Nashville, by the way, are connected to Georgia. I wish I could tell you guys more, but there's so much. There's so, so much. Plead the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you. We need the blood of Jesus. Please, please. Thank you. There's two things we need. We need you guys' prayers, intercession. Um, and we also need uh, any support that you can. Thank you so much. Um, do you think Donald Trump is going to remain in office? I do. Um, should we exercise our Second Amendment rights? I don't, I don't, you know, I just talked about that. Um, I think we're all realizing how deep the rabbit hole is. Well, praise God. That's what, um, I believe that, you know, and here's the thing. That's the whole thing about this. What I think the president's doing 
is allowing people to see how deep the corruption is, how, how deep the connection to the Chinese Communist Party, what they have been doing. Look at Walmart today. Walmart just came out today and literally tweeted against Howley. What? Walmart? What is wrong with you? I mean, how many of you guys shop at Walmart regularly? Probably most of us, especially if you live in a small town, you know, in Main Street, USA, right? I mean, that's what they want is they want these big corporations. It's all part of their little great reset agenda is to take out the middle class and to make us, you know, worried and, and needing money and, and dependent on government and to shut us down, shut down small businesses, shut down smaller churches. They want to consolidate and they want these big corporations to benefit. How many have noticed how these big corporations like Amazon and the owners of all these big corporations, they're making billions right now. They're doing great from COVID. Well, have you talked to your local hair hairstylist or your local restaurant owner, your small business owner, somebody in a tourist area? They're struggling. They're panicking. So this is awful. Walmart, what they did is awful. So I'll answer a couple more questions and then we got to go here. But uh, we can't underestimate the power of the people. Yes. Don't underestimate the power of the praying people and the praying church, because that's what the, the devil is trying to underestimate the power of the church. But remember, the church has the authority in the name of Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Uh, the Ukraine press conference. Yes, um, we did post uh, about it. Um, and yeah, great question. Why did I uh, say, well, Biden conceding? Well, because we want to see Biden concede because they cheated and they, they know they cheated, by the way. That's why Camilla Harris hasn't resigned her Senate seat yet. That's why, uh, you know, people are very nervous. That's why Hillary Clinton was out there saying, don't concede no matter what to Joe Biden before the election. They all knew of their plan with the Dominion system and all the algorithms and, you know, the late night ballot dumps and the fake ballots and the phantom voters and the ghost voters and the connected to the internet and all the different things. They knew all this stuff and they know they did it. They're just trying to play it off. It's the biggest crime in the history of the United States. And they're trying to play it off right now. And their mainstream media buddies are trying to silence everybody that's at the center and shut us down and all their crazy stuff that they're trying to do. And there's only a few people reporting on the truth. So yes, Biden should concede because he, he, he's a, he committed crimes. But the question is, will they be held accountable? Well, only time will tell. If they're not held accountable, then we'll know, we'll know we're in a banana republic. And uh, you know, I know he committed crimes. You know he committed crimes. I mean, the evidence is plentiful. The guy was on video at the Council of Foreign I think it was at the CFR. He's like, you know, literally telling everybody how he committed prequel pro. So he did what they tried to impeach Trump for, literally did it. They have the phone calls. They have the people in Ukraine, you know, all the testimonies and witnesses and, and chart, you know, but does it matter? I don't know. Will they ever be held to account? That is the question. It's one of two things, either Trump and the Patriots and the Lord is going to allow us to see a great justice, which some of the prophets have said that they believe is going to happen. And we're going to see a, a powerful, you know, uh, justice happen. And that would be amazing. And I'm, of course, we're all praying for that, hoping that's the case. Or we're going to see that we live in a banana republic and that the hour is later than we thought. And we're probably going into, you know, pretty sub substantial persecution and the great reset. And if that's what happens, then, you know, hold on to your horses doesn't mean the church is going to go away. The church is still going to be here, but we're going to have to learn how to be fighters. It's, it's come to America. People have gone through this in other countries many, many times, but it's come to America. That would be the case if that's the case. And that could be the case. But I'm still believing in faith that the Lord is going to answer our prayers because I know there's a righteous remnant in America that's praying. Amen. Um, let me answer one or two more questions here. Yeah, a lot of people are saying, so if you can't go to D.C., 
then what you can do is go to your state capital, if that's easier. It would be great to go to DC, that's the first choice. Show the support, everybody should if you can. If you can make it down there, if you're in driving distance, if you're able to get a flight in, do it. Show them, let these people know. Also, call your state legislators. Blow their phones up. We put their numbers up. Blow their phones up. Let them know you want them to stand with the president. Let them know you're, you're angry about the steal in a righteous anger. Call your state representatives. Call your congressmen. Call your senators. I don't care who they are. Let them know. Let them know you're upset. Uh, and, and most of all, pray. Yeah, you can sponsor people. That's a great, uh, great remark, Parks. That's exactly right. You can sponsor people. You can help people. You know, if you have a heart to donate, people like myself, other patriots out there, please do so. Please do so because we need it. We're in a major fight and a major, major battle. But there's different ways. Uh, are we ready for Gitmo for Mr. Prez? Well, uh, not President Trump, I'll tell you that. Uh, let's see, what else here? How do you see this aligning with what Revelation says? Well, we all know Revelation's coming, right? It's coming. It's just, is it now or is it later? Um, I will tell you, you know, if you think about this, this is so crazy how the Bible is so real and they've never been able to prove anything wrong about the Bible. Isn't that crazy? And we're in 2020, about to be 2021. The Bible is coming real before our eyes. Anybody that doubts the word of God, look what's happening. Think about it. Paul on the island of Patmos was able to predict things that are happening now. Unbelievable. And, and think about the mark of the beast, all the different things that the Bible talks about. And think about the technologies that they have now and all the different things that we're seeing. You know, so it's, it's really just should, should solidify our faith, if anything, is for us to see how accurate the word of God is. And even today, it's so accurate. It's predicted exactly what is going to happen. So the question is, are we there? Is it like tribulation time or do we have a little bit more time and, uh, you know, many of us are praying and believing for a great revival in America, a great awakening before we go into that really extensive tribulation period. We're praying for that and we're asking the Lord for more time. But the church can never go back to the way it's been. You know, we can't be apathetic. We can't be complacent. We can't be the way that we've operated in the past. We can't ever do that again, guys. We got we to gotta be the remnant of body of Christ. We got to stick to the full word of God. We got to speak in the authority of the, of the living God, the Holy Spirit. Many of us need to repent. I've, re I've done some repenting, I'll tell you. Many, we all need to repent, really. Um, because, you know, we, we let ourselves get apathetic, right? So, all right, one more question here. I heard they were going to block roads and ban RVs to prevent people from getting to D.C. That is a very real possibility. Uh, we know the mayor in D.C. is is a Democrat. She hates patriots. She's probably trying everything she can to stop what she's doing here. Um, so, you know, we got to keep praying. And uh, I'll tell you, if, if I could release to you guys what I found out about Nashville from some of these patriot Guys in our armed forces, you'd be, your head would spin. It's amazing. There's a covert war battle that's going on right now between the good guys versus the bad guys. We need to be praying. This is anybody that doesn't think we're in a battle right now, and anybody that doesn't think we're in a war right now, please be praying. Please be praying. Please be praying. Protection. Please protect mercy, grace, that the Holy Spirit would protect those that are willing to speak the truth. Help us fund this operation, ladies and gentlemen. Please. You can go to Todd Coconut slash give. Uh, we have so many different things we're working on behind the scenes. Uh, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Anytime you have a question, we're going to be doing more of these because so many people are, are reaching out with questions. And I really think it's important that we have these remnant discussions. It's very, very critical, especially in this time. So you can send them to me and I'll get to as many of them as we can. And uh, let's just continue to pray and seek the face of the Lord. God bless you guys. Thank you.